We could intro this time. No, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everyone. That's our intro. Um, today's episode is all about how would you structure a TV show on streaming or just in general? Yeah, I mean, we spoke a lot about this on our channel, but with Echo being released, and I think it's the first time there's been an MCU show where they've dumped more at the start. Yep, um, and they've had many different structures to their shows. They've had nine episodes, six episodes. What's the perfect amount of episodes? Um, do we go for the old classic 24 or 28 episodes? Oh, the, the 22 oh. on like the fucking yeah, the, American the, sitcoms. Yeah, or do we do the British of like six and then it never gets released again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the uh, good old Faulty Towers. I always forget how many, like, Mr. Bean is only like 12 episodes or something and that's it. And then it's still like one of the best comedies in the world. Yeah, Mr. Bean is like just a great show because it's no language. It's like there's no language barrier. No, yeah, it just works because it's just slapped to comedy. Um, but yeah, we are experts. We're just two white guys who live in the UK who know all about streaming and all of the big numbers and how to make billion dollar properties and all of that. We know better than Disney and Netflix and all of this. Yeah. <laughs> We know everything about it. Let me just quickly check how many Mr. Bean episodes. 15 in yeah, total. There are only 15. There's 15, but they made some other bonus ones as well. And three movies. or No, two movies? Only one film. No, there's two. There's the one where he goes to Paris, and then there's the one where he goes to France. Or, or the one where he goes and uh, goes on holiday. There's another one before, Mr. Bean's Holiday? Yeah, there's a, there's a one where he's like goes and fucks up like... A painting or something. I never knew there's... You're right. There's one called, just called Bean. Yeah. How have I never known this? Yeah, he fucks up like a really famous painting or something and then redraws it. Apparently he goes to America. Yeah. And then because someone flips him off, he just starts just doing this to everyone because he thinks that's the cultural... By the way, I'm doing the middle finger. Um, <laughs> he, just, he just thinks everyone's flipping... Like flipping off is just the cultural norm. Oh, so shit. So he just starts flipping off. Yeah. It's a good film. I love how when we talk about something else and I just learned something about Mr. Bean. Yeah. Well, that's the wonder of this show. You learn something new every day and now we're going to teach you how to make a streaming show. I'm not going to lie. I feel First, like I've enough today, but we'll keep, we'll keep going. <laughs> First, perfect release schedule. Arcane. Three episodes. Nice, tight little bundle. And then another tight little bundle of three episodes. And then another tight little three episodes bundle. See, I think that only works because of the context of Arcane. I also think it only works because of the structure of that show. That's what I mean. You have... Yeah, yeah. But that's what I like. It, it works because it's built around that. Whereas other ones are just like, we're going to make a 40-hour movie and stretch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Netflix... I don't like Netflix too much, but they've had... Many successful streaming TV shows. And then they cancel them because they get too expensive. <laughs> yes, that does happen, but they are at least the first I'm really looking forward to um, One Piece getting cancelled. Mainly because everyone seems to like that, and Netflix, notoriously, as soon as people like something and it becomes too expensive, will get cancelled. Wasn't One Piece originally a cartoon? An anime, yes. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> With 1,000 plus episodes, Dan, so you'd love it. How is there that many? That's more than Simpsons. It's been, going, it's been going from like the 90s. I've never heard of it until I saw the Netflix live action. That's just because you hate anything Japanese. I used to like Bakugan, all right? Oh my God. Of all the ones <laughs> to watch, you, I watched Bakugan. I watched an episode of Bakugan last year and it was atrocious. 
I enjoyed it as a child, okay? Those balls were cool. I played with those balls as Same. a child. I had like four. It was boring as fuck. I love those balls. I used to have so much fun with them. No, those balls were shit. I played with those balls and wore them own balls. Did you ever play with Go-Go's? What's a Go-Go? Uh, look up a Go-Go like oh, toy. It? It's like a little collectible. They're just like little toy like avatar things that just don't do anything, but they have numbers. Oh, yes, I did have those. Oh, they were so fucking cool. Yeah. Did you ever have the height, like the low numbers, like ones to twos and stuff like that? Because I had loads. I, I don't never know the knew they had numbers. They yeah, they're on the bottom. They're, they're like... Shit. I never knew that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like the rarity. <laughs> oh, fuck. I might be worth some money. <laughs> I doubt they're worth anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember those. They were so cool. Mm. What else was there? Because, well, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. okay. None of us are that nerdy. Oh, fuck off. Pokemon cards, that, like, everyone loves Pokemon cards. Just because you didn't have a child. Yu-Gi-Oh cards are like the B-Tech version of Pokemon cards. Beyblades, also. you got to have Beyblades. Come on, you've played with Beyblades. I, I definitely have had a Beyblade before, yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a Beyblade, even though they're all shit now because they're just plastic and they don't have the metal bit. <laughs> yeah. Too dangerous now. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Did you have... I had the one with a little remote control where it, like, tilted so it, you could control it. I don't really remember. No, but I used to have Skylanders, you know? That was pretty cool. No, I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to get the Lego Dimensions one. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. But remember I never that. did. Because that's just, just, just a fucking infinite money drain. It is an infinite money a... drain, but it was really cool. <laughs> it's a cool but idea. you don't have them anymore. <laughs> no. But that's just what Amiibos are. What's Amiibo? The Nintendo character ones. Oh, there's a more. Nintendo doing it. <laughs> no, Nintendo's been doing it for the same time like Skylanders came out. Oh, really? Yeah. There's like Link and Mario and they're all like little collectible ones and they give you little in-game rewards depending on what you're playing. So like with Mario Kart, you get the characters and stuff. Link gets like a sword or a character form in Zelda. Damn. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Well, you can buy some, Dan. You can get some little Amiibo. <laughs> Well, I don't really use the Switch very often. I mean, it's not my Switch. You could get your girlfriend one. I mean, I, I could do, but she she doesn't use her Switch either. <laughs> she doesn't get I've used. I bought some stuff on my Switch because it had a sale recently, and I was like, oh my god, fucking finally, something's gone on sale on Nintendo. Yeah, I was waiting for Spider-Man 2 to go on sale for PlayStation, but just, I just, just not it's not going to It's been over for less than a year. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, I was like, Spider-Man's not going to go on sale for another year. <laughs> We'll go to PlayStation Plus in like a year, though. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It depends well, how well the sales go, doesn't it? If it's, if it's still selling well in like a year's time, they'll still keep it. Yeah, but once it goes to PC, they'll just make their money off PC and then they'll have it on PlayStation Plus to keep people on PlayStation. Yeah. Anyway, streaming shows. <laughs> There's no way we can title this episode just streaming shows. <laughs> no, we're keeping it streaming. <laughs> <laughs> streaming and childhood nonsense. Right, yeah. Um, so, Arcane works because it's three different mid But it's also... Yeah, but it's also like it, it because it's structured around like that's how you structure the show as that release. Whereas most shows are like we're gonna dump it all. Like Echo, for instance, that was meant to be like nine episodes, which they then shortened down to five. And you can kind of tell that it's been like chopped to bits. It's probably it's still like, a it, good idea because knowing Marvel's track record, they add a lot of waffle into those shows. They also heavily promoted Kingpin and um daredevil in their marketing because no one knew who the fuck echo was yeah uh, and because no one watched hawkeye um and uh although apparently miss marvel is the worst watched one out of all of them really yeah miss marvel is the lowest 
viewed in terms of watch time. Hawkeye's actually surprisingly high. Hawkeye's like mid. Yeah, no, that's because of... Christmas. <laughs> no, it's because of um, Florence Pugh and Hayley Steinfeld. Yeah, but it's also because it's... I think it's also because it's a known character. Hawkeye is a known character. Yeah, probably look, as well. All the new ones are really poorly re- like viewed. Because um, I think it's WandaVision, Loki, Season 1... Oh, Loki, Season 1, or WandaVision. I can't remember which way around it is. Then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Then it is something else. Uh, Moon Knight, maybe? Then it's... um. Season two of Loki. Um, then it's She Hulk. What if season one? Oh, season two is pretty good. Um, and then um, Miss Marvel. I think I'm sure I've missed a TV show, but and got it in the wrong order. But <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I think I've yeah. seen only Marvel show I've seen recently is Loki season two. Yeah, and the rest of them I just haven't had any interest in watching. What like, if season two? I wanted to give it a go because I was like, if they've actually done a different story, like rather than just rehashing the same stuff, and they have actually done a better job this season with like the stories. They've had like an entirely new character turn up in one of the episodes, and they do a decent job explaining who the fuck that is, and then she has a tie into the very last episode because they do that tie-in sort of thing again. Uh, yeah, not as big this time, but still. If you look at it, it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty big. Um, but yeah, some, the episodes are just kind of fun. Like Happy Hogan does a, a diehard heist-saving Christmas type thing in really? the Avengers Tower. Oh, that's yeah, not quite that's cool. One of the epi- um, Captain Carter is basically in old-timey Asgardy but British um, Robin Hood era, and she's trying to save that. Um it's what if Peter Quill, you know, the episode where Chichala is like, uh, convinces Thanos to basically give up. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's the the ending credit of that. It's Peter Quill comes to Earth, and it's like nineteen eighties superheroes trying to save Earth rather than the Avengers on modern oh, wow. day. Um. So it's like the King Chichala before, or to King Chaka, um, Hank Pym, young Hank Pym. Uh, Annette, the the person from um Captain Marvel, like her tra- like flight trainer person, the scroll lady. Um, what else? Who else? Um, Bucky, because he's Bucky. Winter Soldier. He's he's the Winter Soldier at that point. Um, and uh, Colossus, the guy, the the um guy from Ant Man Two, who who grows big or supposedly grows big. Him. So that they're, they're they're all fighting i think together to oh to yeah yeah no, about yeah goliath that's the one do you know um, i was gonna say goliath and i was like no don't, it might not be i might sound like an idiot i'm not gonna say it no i said colossus like a fucking marvel oh you uh, fucking x-men fan yeah fucking noob I, yeah i'm getting my x-men characters and my marvel characters mixed up how dare you bro how dare you they're all the same they're all owned by marvel now or disney disney owns everything yeah, well, Warner Brothers might own everything since they want to buy Universal or Paramount, one of the two. Um, but yeah, streaming show structures. Oh yeah, clearly we're very <laughs> interested in the topic. <laughs> yeah, we got to power the episode somehow. We got to pad it out. Yeah. Uh, uh, thing is, right? I think I like a show starting off with a block of episodes at the beginning and then week by week, similar to what the boys does in like what in one like, or two uh, and then three. Yeah, the thing is, I think I think the biggest problem I have with the week to week release is that it the way that the shows are structured at the moment is they're not structured like a show because like 
you have a, a Friends episode and it's just an episode and it doesn't really tie in, but these new episodes tie in to everything. So when you have a week to week, they're always ending on a cliffhanger so that they can keep people hooked in. So it's never a conclusive, like narratively sound episode. There's no like, oh yeah, this episode's done. And I'm like, that was satisfying. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to end on a cliffhanger. We've got to have the end credit scene that links to the next episode. And that's like, oh, we got a week to wait now. And then the resolution is just like, first thing in the next episode. And it's like, oh, okay, you just kind of took all the narrative tension out. If you watch this in a row, you'd be like, oh, okay, so that was just solved immediately. Oh, that was just solved immediately. Oh, that was just solved immediately. That sort of thing. It's just, it doesn't have any like weight to it. Whereas yeah. if they build the structure of the show around satisfying narrative arcs for like, like I said, arcane, where it's the first three episodes of The Young, then the middle is the ramifications of like what happens and then the aftermath is the last three episodes so like yeah these i think think that's the trouble marvel does seem to just focus on doing films like they're they used to do good films but to fair i think they just fucked up the whole schedule anyway but the best shows that come out nowadays are the ones that blend i think for me anyway that blend the lines between good and bad i know it's kind of a trope now was a very common but i still think that the best ones where you can't always tell you know the, the good guys are kind of bad but the bad guys are also kind of good and then you've also got the really good and the really bad in the same show as well the boys for example yeah you got like homelander you know is completely evil and psychotic but you still go oh okay i kind of see why he's like that yeah and then you know you got the deep as well did horrible things at the start but then you understand like he just got severe mental issues. He's just being bullied, but you also still hate him like a piece of shit he is. Because he's yeah. just like, he's like not redeemable, but you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? How yeah. are you still alive? And it, once another reason why the, I think the boys work so well is that it just breaks like its own expectations. Mm. I still think that some of the best ones is when they introduce a character in the first episode that look like they're going to be a season-on character and then just kill him off in the first episode, on the yep. first couple episodes. And it just that guy who well. crawled in that dude's dick. Yeah, that guy literally. I thought was going to be really important for the whole show. <laughs> and then uh, he just gets captured and put in a prison or something. I, I was more thinking of Supersonic. Oh, yeah, no, I know who you were talking oh, about. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to go guy who crawled in a dick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun opening to a show. Yeah, so I think... You know, the streaming shows as you have the option, so they just be week to week. And I think having week to week, I think it is a mistake. They shouldn't do week to week. No, I think week to week can work because the whole reason Marvel shows stay relevant for as long as they do is because of the week to week. And if they were narratively satisfying, I think they would do a lot better. But it's just because they don't have a satisfying like arc. Because week to week, we've had for years. Yeah, and it was only but, it was only because Netflix went, oh, we're just gonna dump everything, and then people went, oh, we can just enjoy it, and then they just it doesn't last. Like, yeah, too fair. Everything right Netflix because... show just doesn't have a cultural impact unless it's really fucking good. Whereas a normal like, oh, pretty decent show, and then Netflix just goes, well, it didn't get any traction in the first two three weeks, we'll cancel it, even if it's a really good show. Because they just don't have any fucking word of mouth and Netflix releases so much shit. They do release like a lot of just rubbish shit. Yeah, but even oh, just so much they, stuff the sheer there. amount of stuff they release, they just don't promote any of their stuff. Like unless no. you're like the amount of times I found like a little like Arcane, they did not promote at all from what I could tell. And the only reason I saw it was because I, w- I was just scrolling through and I went, oh, I know that. 
and I went, oh, that looks kind of cool because I like the animation style. And to be fair, and that was I the only reason watched I watched. It. I would not if have I hadn't told you. If you, to- if you didn't tell me because it didn't yeah, look no. appealing to me. No, but I was just like, it's fucking visually stunning and it's got a really good story. Yeah, it is, and it's probably one of the best stories I've ever seen in a TV show. Yeah, and for a video game. Yeah, but that was the thing I hated about um, the 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 thing I hated about uh, the Last of Us, the TV show, was one it had ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all the narrative tension gets broken up by an ad, which is just for like f- whatever garbage they want to promote on a UK television network. Um, Domino, woohoo, whatever the fuck that ad is. <laughs> God, what a shit ad! Like they're all just the same fucking premise, and it's just like. Someone going up to them and going, oh, hey. And then it's just like, domino. It works. It's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't even like dominoes. I like dominoes. It's just... it's the I don't like the bread. Uh, It's too bready. (laughs) I would rather have a Tesco pizza for like five quid. Even less than five quid, like three quid. It is an interesting dough. I think the best part about it is it's reheatable. Like easily reheatable. Well, yeah, but why not have a smaller pizza for cheaper and then I can eat all of it? I like Domino's, to be honest. It might just be where you are. It might be shit where you are. <laughs> sure. Maybe. The people, the people are just spitting in it, Dan. You're like pissing them off. You're like, oh, I don't like Domino's. I've had like three or four there. times, and I know for a fact now, I don't like it. Like, it's not It's not that I like pizza, but there's just so many better options or so much cheaper prices. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I like, I think, I just, I think Domino's is all right for what it is. And I just get it occasionally. I have a little reward thing now that I can get 20 quid back off when I buy Domino's, so I might just do that, but I have to buy it in like a couple months, or buy the end of a couple months. Um, where was I going with this? We got distracted by pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the reason I don't like The Last of Us TV show is it's narratively the same as the game, but they make changes to it that I find don't work because of the structure of a television show versus the game. And I think that's the biggest issue when you're doing an adaptation is they had to change stuff because the narrative structure of a TV show is very different to a game or a movie and stuff like that. Because the Uncharted movie is just basically three games tied into one and then smashed together, but having young Nathan Drake rather than middle-aged Nathan Drake. And I don't hate that movie. I like the Uncharted games. I've played one and two, one and three um, all the way through pretty much. And then I haven't played two or four, which are apparently the better ones. So... Even that, I still like the games. Um, but the narrative structure of that is just like, oh yeah, we're going to take all of this stuff and just try and get the hits out. Which I think is what Marvel's doing at the moment. Which is, Kevin Feige isn't going to be around forever. So he just kind of wants to go, what are the best storylines in the comics? We need to fucking get all of these out before someone else has a chance to play with them and make a good narrative structure in a reboot or whatever. Because like, For Love and Thunder is... Gonna be completely honest, I think they should have sacked Feige after Infinity War or Endgame, or he should have at least had the decency of stepping down after. Yeah, the, I think after I don't think it's his fault. I think they just put too much stuff on him, and he can't spread himself that thin. Well, no, but the thing is, he needs someone like Dave Filoni. Then they need someone different. They, they need to spice up a little bit, you know. Yeah, because... they do need to have someone different, uh, like a as a cohort to him, because at the moment, like uh, Star Wars, at least has three people who are running it. Yeah. Like you have John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and um, the woman who everyone hates and always wants to get fired, even though she does the ones that people like and don't like. And that's just how being a leader of it is, but because she's a woman, people hate her. <laughs> um, I find it so but... mad that John Favreau is doing the Star Wars. Because every time I see him, I just think of him as fucking Happy Hogan. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, why the fuck is he leading the Star Wars universe? Because he created Iron, like he created the MCU. I know, and he, doesn't, he, he doesn't run it anymore. He did. He, he did Iron Man yeah, 1. Yeah, I, I am as surprised as you are, but he likes Star Wars. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> I am surprised he isn't, like, I don't think he has the love to be like the Kevin Feige of the MCU because it's not his tone anymore. No. Like, I know everyone loves to say that Iron Man is basically the catalyst and the tone of the MCU, but it was more Avengers that set the tone um, yeah. for yeah, the MCU. Like, Iron Man kind of did the tone, but then all the other ones weren't that tone. Like, I, uh, Hulk wasn't that tone. Captain America wasn't that tone. Four wasn't that tone. They had jokes in them, but they were more... Four was a Shakespearean play. Captain America was a war film. Uh, Hulk was just angry guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Avengers tied all of them together. And they went, okay, we'll we'll put Iron Man tone throughout this. We'll put Joss Whedon tone. And then everyone got tired of that because it was just quippy humor. And then they could have had a chance to basically reboot it as the dire tone, which is what Justice League wanted to do. Yeah, but the thing is, but, I would, I'm not saying what Justice League did can't work because it definitely can work. It's just not the way they yeah, did it. Yeah, ha- we had it. We had the Dark Knight trilogy. That's why everything wanted to go dark because Nolan made a gritty, realistic world. Yeah, I think I would much prefer that to be the case. Like, post the amount of damage that, like, I'm not complaining. I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but the amount of damage it did to Hollywood because everyone wanted to be the Dark Knight. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, these things always happen, and then Marvel oh, yeah. massive success like Endgame and Infinity War. I'm looking forward to the MCU being that. Barbie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the MCU being Oppenheimer and Barbie. That would be fun. Yeah. But, so what's the what's the next Marvel TV show coming out? Why not? Well, we had Echo. Which is alright. I don't think it's the best thing ever. But for what it is, it's pretty decent. I actually cared about the character more than I did in fucking Hawkeye. That's actually impressive. They changed up her powers from what they are in the comics and stuff like that. And they made it a bit more interesting. But it is... Also, I think the... I think the best part about that show is the audio. But it's also one of my big complaints. Is because they have a deaf character. The audio is ramped up. But the dialogue suffers. Not in terms of, like, the dialogue is bad. It's more that the dialogue is harder to hear because all of the background and all the other stuff is jacked right, up. Right, okay. But I think that plays into it because it has subtitles on for when they're doing the sign language and stuff like that. Like, it's got that under the thing. But what I had to end up doing was turning on the full subtitles on Disney. Yeah. So it did it for everything, which I think actually kind of enhanced it. <laughs> Because it just made it so that I was kind of just focusing on the experience of watching everything with, like, no audio, but only the audio that the show was trying to focus on. So, I don't know. It kind of worked. It was just some of the characters were, like, really hard to hear, um, which was my only complaint. Because they just jacked up the background and everything else. But it has, like, a good moments with the audio. I think the audio is pretty decent in that show. Is there only one of the MCU TV show coming out this year that's not animated? I think there's meant to be three. I just Googled it. There's only one that I found anything confirmed. I think Agatha Coven of... It's not called Coven. It's not called Dark Diaries. Yeah, whatever the fuck (laughs) it's called now is meant to be out this year at some point, supposedly. Yeah, it's the Um, only one that's confirmed this year. And then... Daredevil was meant to be this year. Ironheart's meant to be this year. But who knows? X-Men's also meant to be this year. Um, So yeah, Echo... Darkhold Diaries, X-Men 97, Eyes of Wakanda is meant to be some... What the hell is that one? The thing is, all these TV shows, right, it just does feel like it's milking it a little bit. Yeah. 
But that was because they pivoted heavily into streaming, and then they realized, oh shit, streaming makes no money. <laughs> Netflix has only held. Make... Netflix dumps so much money into it, and they have so much content, right? Which I know you said is a bad thing, but having a lot of content means the good stuff really does stand out. No. Do you not think like the the good shows of Squid, like Squid Game? Umbrella Academy, Stranger Things. Not watched any of them. Umbrella Academy. <laughs> uh, sorry, Orange is the New Black. Like, all the good ones, they've stood Yeah, but out. I don't think they have a cultural impact. Like, unless yeah, it's a real... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking no, about but something I'm... that's standing out. I... Things people I think... truly do talk about, like, for time. I just don't... For a long time. I've... Yeah, but I don't think it does. Do you not think? People still talk about Squid Game. People still talk about Stranger Things. Like these things I don't think anyone's talking about Squid Game. Maybe not right now. Squid Game, yeah, they are. No, the only reason they're talking about that is because that fucking game show came out. Yeah, season two. It was like Tiger out. King. Who the fuck's talking about Tiger it's King? A documentary. That was the big Yeah, but that was the biggest thing of twenty twenty or whatever. It's just any documentary. Is. No, it's not. There's never been a documentary that came out that everyone was talking about. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe Name another maybe... one, Dan. Name a no, no, just because you like fucking documentaries does not mean everyone else. Don't in the fuck world... with cats. Everyone at work was talking about that one. No one was talking about that. No, maybe no one you knew. Everyone I knew talking about that one. Yeah, but you, <laughs> whatever. I don't think anyone's like remembers. Are oh, you don't fuck with cats? Don't fuck with cats was a very good documentary. I mean, very traumatic, but very good. Very, I'm very sure well it is, but Tim I'm pretty sure. Well. Yeah, but I think if you went up to someone on the street and went, "Oh, do you remember Don't Fuck with Cats?" People would go, "What?" And if you went up to someone and went. Do you remember Tiger King? People go, oh, yeah, fuck that show. All right, what about any was... Disney documentary? Because Disney make loads. All right, I'm not saying that there's... I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just I'm saying just... that Netflix, <laughs> like, regardless of what you say about them making loads of content, they do have a lot of things that do blow up and stand out. Yeah, I'm not... And Marvel doesn't, like, well, Disney don't really have that at all. They have the no, Marvel I'm stuff not... that just... Like, I had, the Marvel to be honest, name. I think the best one at the moment... Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Like the Mandalorian, like Disney had a good start and then they just kind of crumbled because they just tried to do too much too fast. They tried to do what Netflix does, but they're one studio, whereas Netflix just licenses out all of their good stuff from other companies. Well, they did, but a lot of them took it off it now, didn't they? Because Paramount. No, but what Netflix just does is just buy shit. Like they didn't make Squid Game; they bought it from Korea. Is it not just made by? Did not did not just fund? They didn't pay to make. Did and Disney for Doctor Who and. Yeah, um, I'm not saying that they don't do it, but like Netflix doesn't make like Netflix originals are garbage most of the time. The the ones that they I'm not saying most of them aren't, like, but they have actual. They do make loads of things, and they do make good things. Yeah, I'm not. My point isn't that. <laughs> my point is just a lot of the stuff is just good for that week, and then it goes, and then a lot of the stuff they go, oh, it's too expensive. We cancel it. They don't have a. Like if I if I was to go and watch something on Netflix, my brain would go, "Are they going to cancel this?" And if they cancel it, would I care? If they cancel Arcane, I will care. If they cancelled Castlevania, I would care. If they cancelled Stranger Things, I wouldn't give a shit. That's because you don't watch Stranger Things. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> most people. And now I cancel Stranger like, Things, and you got one more yeah. season. Yeah, but that's because they got too expensive. <laughs> No, I think it's just because the story's been done. Like, it's five seasons. It, it's done. From what I told, like they stretched that story out way. Yeah, too they, they long. probably should be cancelled sooner. Yeah, they, but like that's the thing. I know like, you're saying would... about things being cancelled. I'm actually comes to the. I'm now starting to like shows ending. Okay, I'm. Yeah, happy but they don't with... end a lot of the time. I know. They just cancel them short lived. Like they don't give them a chance to end. Like they I just cancel. Like if they just what had... about Inside Job Two? 
Like, okay, I enjoyed that, but a lot of people didn't like it. No, I think a lot of people liked it. That, there was a lot of people complaining that it got cancelled. I think it's just vocal people. Like, there wasn't actually that many people watched it. I know, not a lot of people watched it, but that's because Netflix didn't fucking promote it. <laughs> like, they didn't... That's the problem. They don't give anything a chance to grow a fan base because they just dump the next thing. How would you expect them to promote it? I'm not saying that they can't, but they don't... They they put stuff on the homepage for like a day and then it goes. Unless people keep watching it, if people do keep watching it, then they'll keep it on. No, there. not even that. Like no, I've definitely seen. The... Like, I've seen like the same show, but like been on there for weeks. That's just because it's like a thing that is like fucking Love Island or something. Some of those dumb ass shows that aren't like anything. But like Netflix just does not because they make so much stuff. They don't give anything a chance to like sit. Like even if they just let it sit on their thing and then they didn't renew a season immediately, but they didn't cancel it. They just went, we'll give it time. Like, fucking Spider-Man across the spy- into the Spider-Verse took five years before the next one came out. I know it was c- delayed because of COVID and everything like that. But the amount of, viv- like, fan, because it went on to things and it just grew and it had time to grow a fan base and just got naturally. And then it came back in 2023 with a massive, like, it wasn't the biggest movie of the year, but it fucking grew. It doubled its prop, like profit margins, basically. And that's just because it, it had time to grow. Whereas Netflix just goes, oh, it's not bringing in people immediately. Cancel it. I think there's a, there's a middle ground in between what Disney do and what Netflix do. I think yeah, Disney spend way too much money on crap TV shows. But they also are. don't plan anything. They, they just, like, from what I can tell from, like, into, like backseat, behind-the-scenes stuff that they've, like, has leaked out, basically... Disney didn't even have showrunners. They just basically went, oh, we're going to greenlight this TV show, figure it out, we'll pay... Like, Hulk, She-Hulk took $20 million an episode because they basically were just, like, throwing money at it. Yes, and I think that's, the, that, you know, that it's, that's not a good structure to have a TV show. No. And I think Netflix do... They spend a lot of money across... Probably the same amount of money across show much shite <laughs> no, what they do is they do low budget for the first season, mid-budget for the next season high budget for the third season and then they go well that's too expensive cancel it yes that's what they do do but what would be better is if they actually just got rid of or stop making so much content they do need to just but they can't because that would just mean like this is the whole fucking problem with streaming is unless it's infinite profit it that no no investors are going to keep pumping money into it thing is if netflix can make like a couple of tv shows a, a month that will cater to everybody so they make so much shows and regardless of what you like there is something on Netflix you would like. Whoever Hearing you are. to everyone, Dan. That sounds pretty woke of you. That's not very positive. <laughs> Whereas I think Disney, at least it has the impression it's a bit more family friendly because it's called Disney. And I know it has Disney Plus Star over here, but... Uh, they're going to get Hulu in America because it's been going to be bought by Disney. So Isn't Hulu already owned by Disney? No, part of it is. They have to buy the rest of it. Because it was right. meant to, It was originally uh, owned by like three or four of the streaming services like the big hollywood studios uh as like their netflix competitor before they all decided to take their content off of it and then make their own and then disney has been slowly purchasing uh the majority shares in it over the last couple years and then i think this year is the year that they buy it off of like paramount or something to get the full thing and then in america it will just get folded into disney plus so hulu will fuck well i think it'll be bundled together or folded in like what we have here but it won't be called star it will just be called disney hulu maybe i don't know what the fuck they're doing but this is like one of the things i think it's like eight billion dollar purchase 
to buy the rights. I mean, the Disney rights. has the money. They don't. Well, they do, but they they lost <laughs> a lot of money last year. Um, they they had the worst year, and it was their hundredth year anniversary, which I find so funny. I think they're just burning like, through money like just stupidly. Well, yeah, because they just went. We are dominating. Let's abuse the shit out of that and see if the audience is like the fucking garbage we still dribble out. And it was just like, I, I don't hate them. I just, I hate fucking Secret Invasion. That was garbage. Um, but like, it's not enough to keep people involved. Like, the the problem with the Marvel thing is, it was the problem with DC as well. You need general audiences to jump on. Like, you need non-nerds. You need, like, you can have the internet trolls and everything banging on about how amazing this thing is and how garbage this thing is but general audiences don't give a shit (laughs) like the story became too complicated and people checked out that was the issue they should have just basically at the end of end like it's easy to say this now but they should have paused they should have let dc run and destroy themselves without any competition (laughs) because they still would have fucked up like they already had these things in the pipeline for ages the last five years for DC been fucking garbage um and they would have still had those fucking garbage years without Marvel being there and then Marvel could have come back in and gone here's a lineup of a fully prepared story and an actual arc and all of these characters that we're going to introduce you to we're going to bring in the X-Men we're going to bring in the Fantastic Four we're going to bring in Daredevil and Blade and all of these characters all these people you've wanted to see and we're starting fresh after the events of Endgame, and it's now five years later, and everyone's had time. These characters have coming back. We got all of these things, and we're sending off, and we're setting up new characters. And people are going, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, woo!" But it's just because they fucking overcomplicated the story way too quickly, and they would have avoided Jonathan Majors, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, structures of shows. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we can wrap it up fairly shortly. Only thing I just what realized, is your... though, is the fucking Big Mouth have got an Emmy. They've got three Emmys. Oh, I fucking hate that show. How has Big Mouth got three Emmys and two inside because jobs? Because it appeals to the seasons. lowest common denominator humans. Oh. I think Better Call Saul got fucked by the Emmys, didn't it? Uh, like, possibly. It's yeah. final season. It's got nothing. And apparently that's a really good show. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I think The Bear won a lot. And The Bear is a really good show. So, um. Isn't that to the cook, isn't it? Or chef or something? Yeah, that's the cooking one. Yeah. Two seasons. Season two is very good. Season one is very good. And season three is apparently meant to be this year, maybe? Maybe next year? Well, my plan is to actually finally finish watching Stranger Things. Because I still haven't finished watching it. It's because I the episodes are so long, it. season four. I just take it. They're like movie length, aren't they? Two yeah. That's why I'm like, like I can't be asked to watch it. Mm. Okay. What would you say the perfect length for a TV show is? And what would you say the perfect number of episodes is? I think the perfect number of episodes is eight episodes, three seasons. Mm, I'd say nine ep- the, What like What's the length of um, the actual episode? Like oh, minutes, an hour. Eight, eight episodes at 45 minutes. Yeah, I'd say 45 minutes, nine episodes um, with a free... Like, I, literally, it's just the Arcane release schedule. <laughs> <laughs> just obsessed with Arcane. I just think it worked. Even though I, I didn't think watch it, it worked, but I don't think it works for everything. No, but I think it, because I think it's the best middle ground between the week to week and the binge watch narrative. Because the problem with a binge watch narrative is it's so difficult to watch everything. It is because yes. when it was fucking Marvel releasing on Netflix and it was 
Daredevil and it was, what, 10 episodes at an hour length and you had to watch all of that in the weekend or otherwise you'd get spoiled because people would just fucking ruin it on the internet and you were like, oh, fuck's sake. So you just binge it, or, or like I did at least, and then a lot of other people would just watch it like slowly as it dripped, like as they dripped through it. Um, but then a week-to-week one is just like, where it's not enough content or like enough juice to keep you going you just kind of drop out because you're like uh it's not really do like if the show isn't if it's a slow show and it has like the narrative structure of like secret invasion was meant to be like this crime drama and all of this stealth but it was garbage so it just didn't capture that hook of like a thriller or like an interesting plot and so it just fell and you just went, oh, I'm just week to week. I'm just slowly crawling my way to get through this. Whereas I think if you give people free episodes, even if it's 12 episodes and then you do free, 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 free for a month, you get a solid month of television, free episodes each week. And then it's enough to keep people engaged because yeah, I, I do agree. I think block episodes are definitely the way to go because it's just like if you have one episode, you're like, oh, there's not enough. I have to wait a week. And then you forget or you have something planned and then you have to come back and then it stacks up and you're like, oh, it's too much effort to catch up on all of this. So I'll, I'll, I'll get round to it. Even Whereas if you're I'll, not going to do the whole thing as big blocks, I think you should at least do a block at the beginning because that builds hype for your show. If you have to, if you want to build hype on the very first episode, it has to be a very good TV show. But if you can release them three in a block at the start or just a block at the start. Just give people something have, to chew on. Yeah, you like, have more chance of something to stick. Yeah, you've given people... Once, if people do stick to it, and then they're committed to that week to week, and then you can keep them on. But the trouble is, if you have week to week at the beginning, if that first episode does not stick, people will not stay. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot yeah, to people, rely on for one episode. Yeah, and a lot of episodes are just a lot of setup, and a lot of setup doesn't really work. You need you need a setup. You need then need like it's basically just the narrative structure. You just need the setup, the middle, and then the conclusion, and then the rest of the story is the arc. Yes, but you need what, that you need that narrative beginning bit to be engaging enough to then set up the rest of the show. I think I could summarize that in the best part, the, or the most important part about any TV show is the ending of the episode, because the ending of the episode has to make you want to watch the next one, and even if how, it fucking breaks anything in the universe. Anything happens, whatever. It doesn't matter what actually happens to most of the episode. If the ending of the episode makes you want to watch the next one, then it's successful. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, but don't make it... Because the, the alternative to that is it's the WandaVision episode 5, where uh, they do Quicksilver's brother comes. Oh, yeah. And then they immediately backtrack on that, and then it just pissed everyone off. Because <laughs> yeah, don't piss everyone off. <laughs> but the thing is, no, yeah, but was that's probably one of the most successful Marvel TV shows they've done. Yeah, but that was also because it was at the hype of the Marvel. It was the hype, and it was. Probably... It was also the beginning was a show. Yes, like, it was. It had intrigue. It had, and then it fell apart because they didn't have an ending because they couldn't do anything because they didn't want to impact Doctor Strange. Like yeah. they didn't, they they weren't communicating properly throughout that, and they didn't have an ending, so they were just like Doctor Strange is meant to turn up and help, and then it was just like, oh no, we've changed it in Doctor Strange, so we, he can't come and save her, and we feel it's more narratively satisfying to have Wanda defeated on her own, even though she doesn't really. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, but my point is that you don't want a cliffhanger ending 
that they don't satisfyingly continue in the next episode. Because a lot of the time, people just put a cliffhanger ending that then gets solved immediately. Or just doesn't matter or is just there just to keep people hooked. Like, if you're going to do the cliffhanger ending or, like, have a satisfying ending that makes people go, oh, I want to know what happens next. Even if it's not a cliffhanger, but just have something that keeps people wanting to see it, like, satisfyingly wrap up the episode so that it will get people to want to watch the next one or have a good cliffhanger that is either paid off well or is overarching into the next couple episodes. I think a good way to look at it is you want to go two steps forward, one step back. How do you mean? So when you have a cliffhanger, you want it to get solved throughout the episode, but you want it to also not fully get solved. You want part of it to be solved, but not all of it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And then you want it to make a little bit more of like something else. To, 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 to like you want it to... to... And then the end of the season is where it pays all of that off. Yes. Yeah. So you just want it to basically be a continuous ramping of like, this is basic storytelling. I don't know why we made this episode, but hey, look, that is the end. <laughs> the thing is, right, clearly people who get paid a lot of money don't know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> look, we've just basically gone for 45 minutes. Well, maybe t- 10 minutes actually talking about narrative structure, but and the rest talking about kids games put Domino's pizza and everything else but we basically just told hollywood basic story structure yeah there we go satisfying narratives pay us money Uh, hollywood yeah fucking hell give us money like you're giving fucking some of the worst writers out there money actually no you're not you tried to fuck them over um they're only just now getting money that's probably why hollywood's been so shit for years hopefully with the writer strike and everything done we might get good stuff yeah we should have just got chat dpt to done this episode yeah, but much easier. <laughs> Would have come to the same conclusion, but in probably a <laughs> shitter and mo- more crappy way. Probably, probably. Without the human love, they wouldn't have talked about Domino's Pizza. Probably not. I mean, probably been, actually, to be fair, it would have been a much more coherent episode. Yeah, but it would have been so robotic. Ugh. Not natural. <laughs> yeah, who, who wants to fucking just learn about fucking Hollywood stro- story structure? <laughs> We're here for the human element of this. Fuck the robots. And on that note, peace out, everyone. Goodbye.